Welcome to the gray. Because sometimes, you just have to talk about it. Hi, my name is Kwachua, but you can call me KY. The Grey Podcast is for all the amazing women who question the status quo and seek a better version of life. Life's neither simple nor black and white, mostly shades of grey. So why should we be? Join us while we share stories of self-care, career, love, finances, and personal growth. This is about women and for women. Let's talk. of the gray podcast my name is quattro you can call me ky and i'm excited it's another episode it's wednesday what what oh also it's independence day from ghana um ghana celebrating um independence day i don't know if i should be excited there's never really anything to be excited about on independence day aside the fact that we're supposed to be free although they are many indications that we have a lot to still wean ourselves from in terms of the effects of colonization so hey yeah i mean we're happy it's um independence day but i still feel like we've got a long way to go so let's keep hope alive and be optimistic and things might just fall in place um but that's not what this episode is about um so this episode is um, essentially to discuss toxic relationships and why women stay in toxic relationships, even when we know it's toxic. Now, this is informed by um, last week's shenanigans. Everybody, you know, heard about Khloe um, Kardashian and Jordan Woods getting into it over Tristan Thompson, who is the father of Khloe Kardashian's child, True. Truth, right? It's true or truth? I think it's true. True Thompson, right? Yeah, everybody knows the name is ironic. Um, so in case you're, um, you've been living under a rock, essentially, this is what happened. Um, from what I've gleaned from all the different reports, it was first reported that um, Jordan Woods... Um, was caught with Tristan or she cheated with Kristen and you know the Kardashian family is up in flames can't believe the betrayal that Jordan Woods who happens to be Kylie Jenner's best friend now if you know the Kardashians you know Kylie is the the baby sister the baby of the family so her best friend is Jordan Woods and um you know Jordan is found um cheating as it were with Tristan Thompson and you know all hell breaks loose and the kardashian family feels pretty um, betrayed by her because um she's treated like a sister she's a part of the family yada 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 um and following that jordan goes on to um jada pinkett smith's you know um facebook watch show um the red table talk to talk about um what happened you know did she cheat did she not you know and they gave her kind of a, a, an opportunity to tell her side of the story because you all know how it's like when you go up against the kardashians they will eat you up 
you know nobody leaves unscathed so you know it was such a good media strategy for jordan to talk to um smith on her show um to essentially address what's been happening on the show on 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 her side of the story according to jordan was a kiss a kiss she wasn't prepared for or planned for you know after attending a party at tristan thompson's home um and somehow it kind of got out to the kardashians that she had been having an affair and she had been cheating you know um with with tristan now let's back up a bit everybody knows that tristan thompson um not too long ago was caught very publicly messing around with not one but two i believe females at a club or something you know he was yeah getting it on you know doing his own thing you know and a few days later chloe kardashian was having her baby so this isn't the first time tristan thompson has cheated on chloe kardashian so i'm thinking the only person who seems to be betrayed or hurt by this is really chloe and her family because i guess they were they weren't expecting that you know which makes it really hard not to roll the eyes because it's like come on girl this guy did it one time what makes you think he isn't going to do it again so that's the question we're talking we're thinking and discussing today because it's not because i figured out ways to not you know stay in toxic relationships or to not deal with men who are toxic or who do not serve your higher purpose or men who do not respect you because i haven't and that is the challenge why is it that most women at one point in you know um our lives end up in relationships that are substandard but we stay regardless why i've been in that situation i know dozens of my female friends have been in that situation you know where you're in a relationship that isn't serving you well it is problematic um the signs are glaring but you continue to stay hoping that you know it'll get better i guess um so the question is why i mean and this isn't to put blame on women because i think it is pretty clear here that there are a ton of men who are simply trash and so um choosing men like these um it's going to you know put you in that kind of situation where you're dealing with a man who isn't going to serve your higher self a man who's going to respect you or be loyal to you so there's that there's the facts that men, there are men who are just trash and so you know this is something that you can't avoid sometimes however what we want to discuss today is the fact that we continue to stay. Why do we continue to stay? Why do we continue to deal with men like these? Why do we continue to hope and pray and 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 give them second and third chances even after they show us that they aren't um who they say they were or they show us a different side to them. And I've thought about this. I've thought about this a lot because when I heard it first of all i was really really sad that like once again you have two beautiful women being pitted against each other because of one man's reckless and stupid actions and time and time again we find that women have to make these 
that or find themselves in these um, humiliating um, situations because of a man who was reckless. And it's every, it's universal. It's everywhere, you know, woman against woman, you know, um, or woman just choosing to stay in situations that are definitely toxic, that are debilitating mentally, emotionally, and sometimes physically. So why? I thought about this and I came up with um, certain reasons and I would love to hear from you after this episode why you think women stay in toxic relationships. Now for starters, I think that an unhealthy sense of validation forms a huge part of why women tend to be in really bad relationships. I think we live in a society and when I say society, I'm talking universally because this cuts across you know, for everybody, um, women are just socially conditioned to pander to men's tastes, men's, you know, preferences, what they like, what they don't like our lives. Literally, we grow up being told that our lives literally revolves around them. And so from the way we look to what we eat, to what we wear really is directly linked to um, what men want. And so we find that women grow up or girls grow up, you know, being too concerned about being too dark or being too light, or being too tall or being too sh- too short, you know, or being too big or being too small or being too intelligent or too slow you know, keeping hair either permed or natural, wearing glasses or not wearing glasses, wearing heels or wearing flats, every little detail, um, that should be entirely um, based on our choices and our preferences. We find that it's the exact opposite because we do them or we make these choices um, based on what men want. So you're going to grow up from 10 all the way to 20 to 30. You're going to hear about all the things that men want and men do not want in marriages or in relationships. And you grow up thinking that your whole like, entire existence and the things that you love must be directly linked to what men love. If they love it, then it's okay. If they don't, then it's a problem. And so we find ourselves, you know... In a situation where we heavily place value on how men feel about us, and there is this, um, I call, I call, I call it "you're not like other girls" syndrome, which is another another aspect of validation where men, um, because we've been socially conditioned like this, we have men who know that pitting you against other girls and telling you that you're different telling you that you're better than these other girls out here you know makes you feel like you're you're better than other girls so you automatically start to think that you have competition with other females or you have to look better than other females or you have to do more than other females you know i remember there was this time when um a young (laughs) i call him a young man because he's clearly young in the head um messaged me privately i think on facebook you know telling me how he remembers me from um 
uni days university and he remembers how decent i was you know you're not like these other girls and i find you so decent and i'm and i know he was telling me this genuinely thinking was a compliment one and two thinking that his compliment was enough for me to um, feel good about myself it was a form of endorsement on me and my character and my personality that he tells me that I'm decent um, means you know that his word is fact his word is gold his word is true and I have to take him for what he says and believe that about myself because it came from him as a man and it's it well let's just say the conversation didn't go the way he wanted but more importantly this is what I mean this kind of rhetoric you're not like other girls or you're not like these girls out here doing this or these girls are just out here doing this but you're different you know that kind of that kind of rhetoric of course um it feeds um an ego that is unhealthy and it makes you feel that you really do have competition with the, with these other girls and you're doing um you know something different but it's absolute bullshit. Like it's absolute bullshit. Like it's just a way to pick girls against each other, um, and and scramble for, um, you know, validation. Scramble for peanuts, basically. And so men are are not required to even do the barest minimum for your attention, for your love, for your time, for your energy, because he told you you were different. So our sense of validation needs to be broken. It needs to be broken. Our sense of validation that that is highly connected to how men feel about us needs to be broken. It 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 needs to be shut down because it's it's done nothing but hurt girls. I mean, for the longest time, because we tend to feel that these mere mortals, these mere flawed flawed um, individuals, you know, have so much power over how we should feel about ourselves that um even when we are being treated badly in relationships even when a man is disrespecting you publicly and privately even when he he's breaking all the promises he made to you even though you're holding your end of the bargain even when he's doing all the things that are wrong you're holding on still to those things he told you before you're holding on still to um when he told you you were different you're holding on to when he told you I like your hair that looks this way or nobody puts it down like you do (laughs) or you know all of those all of those things um absorbs him from taking any responsibility it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it, it it completely removes him from taking responsibility from being a decent human being first of all and challenging himself to do better so yeah we need to look at that validation issue I significant contribution to um toxic relationships or the reasons why we stay in toxic relationships is because we might not be financially um, independent and that's a fact economic reasons um, um for the longest you know has kept women in situations where they were physically and emotionally dying 
from the inside and on the outside, but continued to stay because they couldn't leave. Um, I've I've heard so many so many sad stories of women who are with cheating husbands or husbands who abuse them or husbands who you know are just disrespectful or irresponsible, you know, who just do not show up. You know, there are, there are many women who are married to men who simply do not live up to um, expectations um, of them and can't leave because they are not financially free. And so, and, and, and this, and this doesn't, it doesn't matter how old you are or, or whatever stage you are in your life. It could be from your twenties. It could be, you could be in your fifties, but it just so happens that there are so many women who are working, who are working hard, paying bills, taking care of kids. And so just do not have enough to wean themselves off men like these. And so they stay, they stay and cater to men who just do not contribute anything positive um, to their lives, not financially, as 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 you know, it's already been stated. Not emotionally, um, you know, not they are not even friends, but they stay. They stick it out because there is nowhere else to go. You know, there are cases I've heard. I've heard cases where there are women who, who live with men who beat them and have no places to go to. So. Toxic relationships can sometimes be beyond. It, it could it could really simply be because um, we do not have control economically to leave those kinds of situations to start over, and so we stay, and we take in and take in and take in and take in. But of course, I mean, in a, in a situation like the like Chloe Kardashian and Jordan Woods, um, Chloe is definitely you know financially independent she's fine she could walk out at any point in time but there's also you know the idealistic um, mindset most of us have in wanting a family and when we say family we mean a complete set you know wanting a husband wanting to be a wife and then have kids Um, the ideal family setting I think there are many girls that grow up wanting this more than anything and will will compromise a lot sometimes in unhealthy ways to achieve that even if it hurts them and so um in doing that you're willing to forgive anything you're willing to let to let to, to let a lot of things go you're willing to um turn a blind eye to what is evident which is like what's glaring you know at you letting you know that this is not the kind of person you deserve you can do better or you can do better for yourself even if there wasn't a man around and so these are things that keep women locked up in places where they have no business being um for as long as as they want to of course naturally there's there there are situations where you'd want to say you know what this happened one time um you want to forgive you want to you know move past it work through it forgive and move on beyonce forgive jay-z okay so everything is (laughs) everything is possible but there are just situations where it's so apparent that you're with someone who doesn't respect you you're with someone who doesn't care for your feelings doesn't care disappointing you over and over again you know or might be just doing the most to, to get out of the relationship and doesn't care how low he needs to go to do that. And in situations like that, you have to tell yourself you can do better. You know, even 
you have to tell yourself, you know, you have to know you can do better. You must know that you can do better. And Chloe must know at this point that she can do better. So, um, with Chloe, there isn't, um, an excuse really for her situation because it happened. It was very public. And when I say public, it's, it's, it's something that Tristan must know as well. You know that you're dating someone who is a public figure. You're a public figure yourself and you mess around publicly. I mean, anybody that does that has very little regard for how you feel as a partner, how you will cope as a partner, considering the fact that he has a baby on the way, you know, it's, it's. It's kind of ridiculous, you know. It's and it's the writings are on the wall. Like this is someone that just wants to leave a situation like this. So, um, you holding on to the relationship or you hoping to make it work um, won't actually make it work. You can't change someone that doesn't want to be changed. It, it's just it's just the way it is. So you know, it is what it is. You just need to accept what it is and know that you were doing better before you met them you're going to be all right because really at the end of it all you really turn out okay i think it's finding the courage to leave that kind of situation and knowing that you know um your future isn't certain in terms of love i think that's that's also part of the reason why we stay in basic be, below basic relationships when we should we should just walk we should just walk so that's one thing to consider. Then there's just the, I call it the digmatization. Um, I don't know if Chloe was having amazing sex and I don't know if that's why she stayed as long as she has, but that could, that could be a thing. You know, um, you can find yourself in a situation where a relationship is only as good as the sex and it's very easy to translate um, sex into meaning love and the feelings or those momentar- moment momentary um, feelings of, of, of what sex does makes you feel like you have love or you have something that's worth you know holding on to but most more often than not we don't it's just sex you know I'm not saying that sex doesn't have like emotional ties and stuff like that it does. But the truth is, um, sometimes you're not on the same page with your partner. You need to, you need to figure that out and, and loving them and making love with them for you can mean something completely different than what it means for them. You know, I know what that's like. I know what that's like being in a relationship where everything's falling apart. And what the only thing that holds you together is physical intimacy and that can carry you you know to a point but when it gets to a point where you can't even talk or you can't even have like legit conversations then you need to ask yourself whether the sex is worth you know you staying is the sex worth you staying in a bad relationship is the sex worth worth you you know you taking constant disrespect constant um attacks or disregard or silent treatment or negligence like is is the sex enough 
you know i used to wonder i remember there were times when you know i'd hear that you know people that i know who are in relationships are having like a difficult time and in that same time period you find that they're expecting they're going to have children i used to wonder like how is that even possible? If you're having such a bad time, if you're having a horrible marriage or your marriage is really going through it or you're in a relationship that's just not working, you know, it used to baffle me. Like I didn't even understand how people could have kids in that kind of situation. But I realized, um, not, you know, later that sex is bonding. Sex is something people drown their sorrows in sex is something people just let go um you know for for a moment it's just it's peaceful it's peaceful it's therapeutic it it takes away all the burdens that you might have in that moment but it doesn't necessarily solve all problems so I realized that, yeah, it is possible that you can find intimacy even if every other thing in the relationship isn't working. Sex would be, could be great, but it doesn't mean that the relationship is thriving. It doesn't mean the relationship is growing. It doesn't mean the relationship is doing well. And um, you will have to have a hard conversation with yourself and then with your partner as to whether this is what you signed up for. So I realized that sex is 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 a part it can be a part of being in a toxic relationship. It can be a part of um it just not being good enough. You know? It can cover up it, it can be an attractive cover to a really, really rotten package if you're thinking that that can hold you through and there are women who um, for the longest have felt that if they gave sex in a relationship it would keep a man um yeah it it doesn't work and um it's something we need to let go of it's a notion we need to let go of because it's it's been proven many times that that actually doesn't work and for me, I've come to the, the, the understanding that sex is for, is for two main things. It's for procreation and pleasure. If you're going in to have sex, um, please make sure you're having a, a damn good time. Have a good time. Own that good time. Make sure it, it serves you as well. Um, and deal with the relationship objectively, practically, you know, and be realistic about it because... Um, you and your partner might actually not be on the same page and you might not even know it so yeah let's not let's not get that confused doesn't help anybody now um now the last two things i want to talk about that i realize shows up in toxic relationships or shows up in um a woman who've been in toxic relationships or who have stayed in in toxic relationships for so long well it's actually three the first one is um these are the last three by the way the first thing i realized is there's a serious sense of um, a serious lack of self-love now we hear self-love all the time it's almost cliche these days but i believe in it i believe in it like it's it's gospel there's something that self-love does to you and it, it makes everybody dispensable. 
the capability to love yourself makes everybody dispensable because the kind of love that can that can emanate from you to carry you through the darkest times is something that sometimes not even your father or your mother can you know can give you it's something that sometimes no one else can give you but yourself and i find that a, a lot of the time because of our sense of um validation being strongly tied to men's approval um there's a certain lack of love for ourselves if there isn't a man in the equation and so even though we dress for ourselves will we say we dress for ourselves it seems to matter more when a man sees you and says you look beautiful um there seems to be more volume or there seems to be more weight in a man telling you you're beautiful um as opposed to you telling that to yourself and so i find that um in my experience i had a serious lack of love for myself which meant i had zero confidence in myself i was constantly dissatisfied with the way i looked i was constantly um um not happy with the way i felt about myself and i realized what happened was was that it it, it exacerbated when i i fell in love with with a man and i found that his his being critical of me just made it worse it just deepened my wounds wounds that were there already it shook me to the core because i had no love for myself and if you have no love for yourself look it doesn't matter how many times you hear this but if you don't actually put it in practice okay um you find yourself extremely dissatisfied in relationships and in marriages because it's almost 100% um guarantee that you are you're going to be disappointed your partner and, and this has nothing to do with the fact that men are trash it, this is entirely because people are people and we are fallible and we make mistakes believe that managing expectations of each other in itself is even an act of self-love because um understanding that you're with someone who is just as flawed you're with someone who is who hasn't got it together who's still figuring things out as well um understanding that they will make mistakes even when they say they won't and 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 allowing or making room for that kind of situation is an act of self-love is an act of self-service because you have made room to be there for yourself when other people don't show up and so i feel as if if we had that kind of love we wouldn't be afraid to walk away when we were, we aren't being treated well it takes a while i'm not going to lie i mean it takes a while to come to this sense of awareness but once we do you know that even when you're walking out of a bad relationship a bad marriage you know that you don't have it all figured out but you know you're going to be okay you love yourself enough to know that you will take care of yourself you will do what you need to do for yourself to survive to make it to be proud of yourself 
and I wish I, you know sometimes I wish this was something I knew growing up I wish I was told this when I was a child and I wish in a way we could teach a, the sense of self-appreciation in schools so that you know girls especially in this situation because yeah we live in a, a patriarchal society um our society is structured and wired to work um for the privilege and the benefit of men so yes i am going to talk about girls in this particular situation because we have to work through the maze of challenges set up for us um to achieve what men you know acquire easily just because they are men so yes this is for girls that we we be armed with this kind of information while we're growing up be told that we can do anything be told that we are enough be told that the way we are however we come into this world is enough and it's okay if there was enough of that kind of information to young girls growing up man can you imagine the kind of woman would have in the next 10 20 30 years like can you imagine the kind of woman that we would be bringing up the kind of girls we, we would be showcasing the kind of ceilings that will be broke i mean come on it would be amazing you know unfortunately a lot of us had to learn the hard way what love was love of ourselves you know or appreciating ourselves or learning to be gra- grateful for who we are and what we what we have done you know we learned the hard way and it is my prayer is my fervent hope that um girls growing up won't have to go through the same thing and that's why podcasts like these exist and that's why so many women are having these kinds of conversations on different platforms because self-love is 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 at the core and it's it's a propeller for many things for many other things in our lives because no matter what challenge you're going to take up you know that you love yourself enough to be there to show up for yourself and in the same way in relationships to show up for yourself in relationships knowing that when you're being failed you have enough courage and you have enough love for yourself to leave a bad situation so yeah i mean that's what that's this is my take on 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 why we stay in you know toxic relationships um i know the reasons vary but this is to explore all the gray areas involved and why certain things happen the way it does um and hopefully you know the kind of awareness um we are trying to create for ourselves will help us be more intentional not just in choosing partners but knowing when to stay and when to leave you know when i think about chloe kardashian who happens to be my favorite kardashian anyways and that's why i'm butthurt by, by this but i'm i'm so happy um the amount of support and love that jordan woods has been shown by um other women you know that yeah she's made a mistake or i mean even even if it's i wouldn't even say it was a mistake considering that tristan thompson very much aware of um his relationship with chloe um kardashian knowing who jordan woods was to the family decided to kiss this girl and put her in this kind of situation he's the one to blame for all of this but even then i love absolutely love the support and 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 love jordan woods has been shown it's just beautiful and i love how she's been gradually you know um 
taken out of the situation so she can go back to her life and you know if if she loses some friends you know in this situation it's fine it's fine um it gives you perspective and you know you make better decisions as you as you go so it's it's all good i do hope though that chloe kardashian i mean that girl has enough money to, to help her forget. I mean, if I had the kind of money she had, I would not be stressed out. But I also see that's probably not a fair thing to say. However, she's a woman. At the at the end of the day, she's another woman being mistreated by a man somewhere. Just because. And I hope that she can find some clarity in all of this as well. And learn to channel her energies the you know in the right path is her her enemy definitely is not jordan and i hope she realizes that eventually that she she deserves better that she realizes that even jordan woods deserves better her daughter deserves better and um she can do better like she literally can't do better like it's not it's not even it's not science it's not crazy to think that way and i hope she finds that kind of peace and you know she mends and moves on you know from all of this um i hope you enjoyed this episode um i'd love to hear from you connect with us let me know um if you enjoyed this episode let me know your thoughts on toxic relationships and why they exist why they are the way they are um send me a message and i'm definitely gonna you know talk about this in um the following episode so see y'all later hope you enjoyed this episode please connect with us on social media on twitter at gray podcast hq and facebook and instagram at the gray podcast see you next time